Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Just heard Patrick Mahomes. He gave you seven strong innings. That's what I would say. Gave you seven strong innings, seven and a third, two hit ball, nine strikeouts, one walk. Just a just a solid outing. This is the playoff game, so we got to bring in our closer here. He's not just going one inning. He's going to give us, you know, the the last five outs that we need to really bring it home here. Let's head to the phone lines to be joined by our Odyssey insider, Peter King. With NBC Sports, for my money, he's the best sports writer covering the NFL. Peter King joins us on the show. Peter, appreciate your time today. Hey, no problem, Carrington. How you doing? I'm doing good, Peter. Let's start with this. You watched the game on Sunday between the Chiefs and the Patriots. A lot of the conversation here has been about Kadarius Tony. Something has already happened with Sky Moore. He is on the IR. He is out for the rest of the regular season. I'm wondering what you think is going to happen either Monday with Kadarius Tony or the rest of the season, just given his struggle so far this year. Well, I asked Andy Reid directly after the game, and he said, look, he's a young kid. He's a good kid. He's really, really talented. We want to work with him. Look, I, you know, I think this is a situation, Carrington, that in another year, if they had depth at receiver, including some speed, they'd probably deactivate him a couple of weeks. And I, I have no idea what they're going to do this week. I don't. I don't know how they feel deep down, but I think the other thing that bothers me about Tony is that, you know, after he was clearly offside, you can talk that it's a ticky-tack call or whatever, but, you know, he's blaming the refs and everything last week, late in the week, and then he comes out on Sunday. He hands an interception to the Patriots. It's just, you know, at some point, accountability has to happen. If I were the Chiefs, and again, you, you know, you've ha- you've got to have enough people to field a competitive team, and I get it. But if I were them, I'd think very seriously about deactivating him for a game or two. Something has got to click with this guy to make him a little bit more serious a football player than he is right now. And that's why, at least for the next three weeks, I want to see more of Richie James. And it's not that I think Richie yeah. James is some world-beating yeah. wide receiver by any means. I don't think that. Yeah. But to what you're saying, I mean, we got three weeks left in the regular season, four weeks until the start of the playoffs, and you need to be in the point where you know who you can ride with and who you can't. And, and, and I'm yeah. just not sure if you can do that with Kadarius Tony. We haven't seen a lot of Richie James this year. He just hasn't been on the field a whole lot. So I, I am just open to at least giving it a chance, giving it a try, see what happens. 
it's funny. I was standing there outside the locker room Sunday in Foxborough with uh, Adam Teicher, you know, the, the fine ESPN guy, and Vi Gregorian of uh, the Star, and we were talking, and and it's almost like, look, you know, they they made the point, and I totally agreed with them that, you know. On Super Bowl Sunday last year, when the game was over, you look around and you say, hey, no matter what happens, that trade for Kadarius Toney with the Giants, it's already paid off. It's fine. But now it's like he's giving back, you know, all that goodwill that that he had put in the bank uh, last year in the Super Bowl against Philadelphia. So, look, I, I don't know what, Andy Reid is going to do, but I think they've got to give very serious thought to giving other people a shot who have not had much of one so far. Right now we're talking to Peter King here for a couple more minutes. Peter, I'm looking through the odds here, and Brock Purdy is the current favorite to win NFL MVP. I like Brock Purdy. I think that people were too hard on him in during the middle part of the season when they had some injuries, they couldn't run the ball effectively, and I was like, hey, he's going to be fine, but they got to get back to 100%. I just find it hard to believe that he is this year's NFL MVP. I understand that quarterbacks win the award, and this has been a down year for a quarterback, but just watching this entire season, he hasn't been the league's most valuable player by any means. Well, I would disagree with you on part of that. I think right now he's one of four or five guys who I think would deserve the MVP. I think Tyreek Hill might. Christian McCaffrey might, uh, Lamar Jackson might, and let's see what happens. Can can Josh Allen bring the Bills all the way back and get them to the playoffs, winning big games against very good teams? Uh, this is an interesting race for the MVP because it's the first time in my memory that you could legitimately say a non-quarterback deserves to win. And look, if let's just say for the sake of argument, okay, that uh, that the Dolphins come back and Tyreek Hill goes over 2,000 yards, which is still possible. Um, if that happens and it's clear that a really, really good offense is only really, really good when he's in the lineup, he's definitely going to get some, you know, some run from from voters. But I'll tell you the reason why I think um, I, why I think Brock Purdy definitely is deserving. It's because everybody talks about the people who he has on his team, the great people around him, and you're absolutely right. That is a part of why they're good. And you might say that a lot of quarterbacks could do this, and if you do that, then you probably shouldn't vote for him. But the issue to me is he's incredibly accurate. He has had the best deep passing season of a quarterback in years, even though you don't think of him as a bombs away guy leading the league by a lot in yards per attempt. Basically almost every time he throws the ball, it's the equivalent of a first down. So I, I understand and I, and I can't stand on the table and say absolutely he's deserving. I think he's played so well overall that I could find myself voting for him in three weeks.
Last question here, Peter, and I'll get you out of here with this. Buffalo, to me, they are the prototypical team of 2023. Buffalo could win the Super Bowl. They also could miss the playoffs. Like one yeah. week, if one week you look at Buffalo, last week against the Cowboys, and they were the most impressive team I think we've seen in the league this side of San Francisco. They also lost to the Patriots and the Jets this year. What do you make of Buffalo? How good do you think they are? What do you think their ceiling and their floor is? It kind of reminds me of Alabama in college football to some degree. They got hot at the right time. The only thing is, if the if the NFL playoffs were the college football playoffs, uh, Florida State would won no matter how good they might be with a third-string quarterback. Buffalo is a little bit the same way. You know, Buffalo has rebounded very, very well the last three weeks or so. And now they look like one of the three or four best teams in football. However, you know, you're absolutely right. If they don't make the playoffs, they will, it will be very much deserved they'll be on the sidelines because you can't lose to a bad Jets team, even though that was the first game of the year, and you can't lose to a bad Patriots team. You just can't. And so to me, I think it would be justifiable. You know, if they miss the playoffs, because any team with six losses and maybe a seventh in the last three weeks of the season, complaining and moaning and, and you know, that, oh, my God, we should make the playoffs. If we then we could have done that. Well, this is an 18 week deal. And if you have a couple of bad runs during the course of the season, you deserve to not make the playoffs. And that is Peter King joining us on the show today. He is our Odyssey Insider with NBC Sports. For my money, he is the best sports writer covering the NFL in the country. Peter, we always appreciate your time. Merry Christmas. Thanks, thanks a lot, Carrington. You too. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.